Well, audibletrial.com slash talk it out where you can have access to over 180,000 audiobooks and get a free audiobook download. Sign up now for a free 30-day trial. Audibletrial.com slash talk it out. Also, don't forget to like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash talk it out podcast and Instagram, instagram.com slash talk it out podcast. So uh, let's get right to it. Today we're minus minus one important one member. Yeah, uh, KT. KT, she's over there grinding, <laughs> making it cheddar, making it fatty, making more Do-wop. cheddar than all of us together, really. Yes, but she will be honest. back. She will be back. Um, so yeah, it's just Joy and Gabby for for this this episode, but we're gonna work make it work. And we didn't want to skip out this week because we knew we had to talk on this stuff because it's very important. So um, the title of this this episode is Thanks White People and Is Society Becoming Too Soft? Now the reason uh, the fir- of the first part of this, this title, Thanks White People, is because, as you know, the <coughs> Flaming Hot Cheeto has become uh, president-elect. Don't blame the white people. Yes, I do because look I at know. these statistics. I this I'm going to read out to you that I got from the Pew Research. Oh, <laughs> now guess what? Uh huh. White women with no degree, sixty-two percent of them voted for Trump. White women with a degree, forty-five percent voted for Trump. Men with a degree, fifty-four percent of white men voted for Trump. White men with no degree, seventy-two percent voted for Trump. People of black people, on average, I think they said 98% of black women voted for Hillary Clinton. 88% of black men voted for Hillary Clinton. So on average, if we're going to get like a little average going, it was around 90% of black people voted for Hillary Clinton. So, (laughs) and knowing that we are the minority... We pretty much didn't even have a play in in this election. Mm-hmm. The reason that Donald Trump became president is because the white people came out there and they voted for Donald Trump. Not not even that, but let me tell you some statistics of my own that okay. I memorized off the top of my head. All right, let's go. Now, <clears throat> what I looked at was a lot of the swing states. Uh huh. They were so close, literally. Yeah. Literally, but literally, like in one state, it was 37 to 38. He Mm -hmm. won by a percent. Yeah. So those people who, first of all, those people in those states who didn't vote, I blame you. Second of all, those those people in those cities who wasted your vote and tried to protest into, you know, that was just. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. But good job on voting, no? But listen, here's the thing. Because you're saying the people that didn't vote. How do you know them people wouldn't have voted for Donald Trump and it would have been an even bigger lead? How do you know the people that voted third party weren't going to vote for Trump? Because you, because the people who did vote, let me tell you, let me tell you, this is how this works. Okay. Not not economically or, or statistically. It's, I'm talking about socially. This okay. is how this works. The people who didn't vote are the ones who sit there and complain about how he ain't going to do that. He just a so-and-so blah-blah person. And then they say, well, I ain't, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to vote because they both bad. Mm-hmm. 
okay well you let him win because you wasted your vote first well, of not all necess- you, did, you did you did you did you wasted your because you're vote. saying that they voted third party but i'm saying how do you know they would not have voted for donald trump so they actually but they wouldn't have how do you know the whole purpose of voting third party is because you don't like either but candidates, i'm saying right? if you're telling them well you need to go vote how do you know them people that voted third party if they were to because, vote weren't going to vote for donald t- trump that's what i'm telling you okay. listen because the whole purpose of third party is because you don't like yes, the, okay. t- the two right uh-huh. now i don't like the two let me go with the independent name some of the independent qualities go ahead what do you mean independent qualities like you know how they say the policies uh, policies qualities policies my bad uh therefore we being legalized mm-hmm. hillary Clinton. um no she, she was not gonna legalize weed <laughs> well we could have pushed it to her <laughs> uh, but no because we could have pushed thing, it it's, it's a two it's a two-way issue because here's the thing what i've seen is gary johnson he was a libertarian now libertarians are like republicans who just want to smoke weed so Gary Johnson actually had more votes than Jill Stein did. And Jill Stein is more of the progressive candidate. So you could say, okay, if you voted for Jill Stein, they probably vote for Hillary Clinton. But the way that the, the statistics shows is Gary Johnson had more votes. So if you would have told them people to vote, they would have just voted for Donald Trump. Okay, well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm just saying the blame should not be on them. It, it should be. They wasted a vote. It should no. be. Regardless of whether or not you believe in us in something, you still wasted no, they a didn't. vote. No, yes, they it did. Did. yes, it did. Yes, it did. No, they didn't because here's the thing. Because if, if Hillary Clinton would have won, you would have said, I thank those people. No, I, for did, not, I said it before when I thought she voting. was going to win. She, They wasted a vote simply on the fact of the matter that if you vote a third party, mm-hmm. You're not voting for the ones who are really in the race. That's like me. Okay. If I, be, uh, what do you call it? D- race horses. Mm-hmm. And Little Rainbow, he always comes in last. Uh-huh. But Johnny, Johnny Steingood, he coming in first. And 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 uh, and uh Hillary Hill, she come in second. Uh-huh. Why on wor- in the world would I bet on Rainbow? But it's not it's not that it's obviously. It's betting on rainbow. Because these people are voting. They obviously don't think I'm finna cast my vote and uh Jill Stein is finna become the president. No, it's not about that. It's I a think, protest. If you're yes. gonna why are you protesting? And I think No 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 no. I think this was a good I think this was a good thing. Because here's the thing, because I'm going to give you some more more facts on this. Donald Trump, he's already gotten into office and most of the stuff he campaigned on, he's not even gonna do that. So here's the deal now. So the Democratic Party now, because Hillary Clinton was like their poster child candidate. She was I don't know born, why. She was, she's been pretty much born into politics. She's been working in politics for almost 30 years. She has the money. She has the influence. She has the, the corporate money. She has Wall she Street money. She just wasn't a man. She, she can appeal to the women and she appeals to minorities. So here's the thing. Now the she DNC, to white men. they're going to have to revamp their whole thing because politics as usual did not work this election that's why donald trump won politics exactly. as usual i was gonna jeb say that bush would have jeb bush would have probably won so now they have to get to this point where 
now they might go the wrong road and they might say well now we have to appeal to the poor white vote the poor white man and that can go a, a certain way what they, what they or, didn't do is appeal to the media they didn't appeal to social media yes they tele- did no they did yes they did let me tell you something donald trump I, I much he is such a clever man i don't like him at all mm-hmm. but he was very clever this election everything he did whether it was good or bad was what he posted it himself or somebody from his he didn't thing. post it no it was somebody the media from, somebody posted it i'm talking about his twitter I'm talking about oh his yeah they're crazy stuff yeah his instagram's accounts his whatever but hillary it had was the same everywhere thing. hillary had the same but thing. not to the same thing yes, he, he, play, he played he played on his uh what do you call that show he does apprentice apprentice credibility and everything he did was like a reality television show i don't think and that, when you're that i do i do i think when you're appealing to today's society television and the angry person that's the that's what uh, that's what they want but i'm telling you hillary clinton had all these young people on her staff every day she was posting on twitter she was making little cute what, videos what she doing she had youtube want cute videos no, but i'm saying she was she was she was trying to get the the young people but go back to the statistics she actually did get the millennial vote so she did that right so now what i'm saying is the dnc now since she did not win and she was the person that was supposed to win they're going to have to revamp their whole thing and maybe they'll they'll mean they'll end up going a little bit more progressive for a progressive progressive uh policy i don't think michelle obama is going to run no but (laughs) all right but it would be great Kanye West 2020. <laughs> no, 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 no. Anybody, I'll, please let Bernie Sanders get I'll another try. Oh, 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 please. Please let him get another try because he would have beat Donald Trump. And I think no. if they do it again after Donald Trump, he messes up and stuff. And I like Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders and his Sanders, policies. Then I just don't think he's going to last. Like Hillary and Donald, they just too much. It's too, too up there in, in, in life. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> anyway, let me let me go to this other point. So we we talked about the the results, and we talked about how you know black people as as a whole they they showed up and they supported Hillary Clinton, so they can't put the blame on us Mm-mm. like they always try to do. So um, now since Donald Trump has become president, I mean he's the president elect, uh, people have started protesting, and they've been oh, protesting wow. in the streets. I think this is day four of protesting. And a lot of the media, conservative media and moderate media, have been saying that uh, we're being, or the protesters are being babies and they need to just suck it up. And they need to come together and just unite and, and try to root for a good presidency for Donald Trump. And a I would just like to. presidency for Donald Trump. Is that verbatim or you're you summing it up? I'm summing it up. I was about to say. A good, they're, they're, they're just saying we should hope for the best. And we like need to we come together. Like we did with Bush. And look what that got us. What I'm saying is the, the hypocrisy, especially of Fox News, when Donald Trump, I mean, when Obama first became president, they had folks protesting with, with Obama, like, dressed in Muslim garb, him hanging from a noose, like, all this crazy stuff. The KKK was wrong. And they the just street. supported it. They Fox News just went, like supported them they didn't say anything about nothing how we condemning should, yeah how yeah, we yeah. should you know give them a chance or anything they just reported they said and they're still saying as soon as obama becomes president we're going to do everything in our power to make sure he gets nothing passed and that's what they've been doing all these eight years and now they want 
the Democrats to come together and 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 join and uh, just kumbaya and and to help make Donald Trump a perfect president when it's like you're not even doing that now. You have two months left and you're still saying you're going to filibuster, not let him pick a Supreme Court justice. You're going to not let him pass anything. So, uh, uh-uh, this I don't think. What's what's really what's really got me concerned is I hope that this whole Donald Trump as president. Mm-hmm thing doesn't turn into a modern day civil war because Uh let me tell you because it's so divided now literally i don't he won by what 55 electoral votes i can't remember but hillary clinton won the popular vote yeah that's what got people mad exactly and what and what makes it so bad is that those 55 electoral votes is what literally two or three states Mm -hmm. probably well and it's gonna be, uh, I feel like it's gonna be instead of a north versus south thing, it's gonna be a. It's still gonna probably be a north versus south, south thing, yeah. But <laughs> it's probably gonna be a minority versus white left? people. Okay, yeah, yeah I didn't want to say I mean, privilege, the privilege, and it's yeah. it's 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 down to that, and I, I could because the people who voted for Donald Trump are not the people who support Hillary Clinton. Clinton, excuse me, my sinuses podcast world, but Hillary Clinton or the third party, mm-hmm. they're not the people. And and what I think was what was very interesting was just looking, like I said, go back to the statistics of all those white people that voted for him. Like you, in the upcomings of the election, before the election happened, people were like, oh, Donald Trump, uh-uh, he's crazy. Oh, he's never going to win, stuff like that. But those were the same people sneaking back there and, and putting their little vote in. I guess they thought <laughs> it wouldn't go matter and it wasn't going to affect nothing. But it's just, it's just crazy. But I agree. Um, I think, I don't know if it's going to be a civil war, but I think it's time... It will open up more conversations again, maybe, because when when Obama became president, they said racism is over, oh, and really? uh, well, the police brutality stuff happened. They said Trump it was nothing, that. and so now we can maybe have a conversation. Even though now they're saying, "Well, we just voted for Obama, uh, Trump because he had economic policies," which like what are his policies? Th- that's oh, I don't get that. How first of all, how are you saying that you voted for someone based on their policies? But only a few policies, not all of their policies. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay, you that's that's ridiculous to me. That's you can't vote for a racist, sexist person and say, "Well, hey, I'm not racist or sexist. I just want a job." <laughs> what? <laughs> My thing is, I I kind of feel sad for the people because they really think like I knew Hillary Clinton wasn't gonna do nothing, but I know Donald Trump definitely ain't finna help nobody because he has never in his life experienced probably working hard for anything or being wasn't poor. he born into he was his family was rich he got a, like a mil, million dollar loan he didn't to start even a business st- uh, he didn't start his company his his dad started his company yeah. how are you trusting somebody to handle fu- like per- like president obama said how are you going to trust somebody with nuclear codes but you can't trust him with his twitter with account? his own twitter account yep it's crazy but like I said, I think it it will start a conversation because now people are saying because what what really shook me was the white evangelical vote, ninety eight percent Donald Trump, ninety eight percent. 
I'm and sorry. these are the people <laughs> four years ago, eight years ago, saying we are the moral conservative party. We believe in biblical principles. We believe in yeah, this. We the believe same in biblical that. Biblical principles that had slavery. But but the thing is, like Donald Trump is the antithesis of everything you say you for. He's had um, he's had affairs. He's on his third wife. He has sexual abuse allegations. He's racist. They don't. They don't. They don't care about any of that because they support his racist views. But I'm just saying, it's just so hypocritical, and I, I don't. It just make you kind of a look racist at people will like, vote for a another racist who won't give them a job over a, a woman. over somebody who's not racist. Who will give them a job? I mean, Hillary Clinton. That's debatable if she was racist, but I think I think the woman part plays into it it's as well. A, a lot, a lot. Because even you would you would get women. You would ask them. They say, "I don't really trust a woman to to lead." She's You're a woman. Too. Like you don't trust yourself. You're not a good leader. Like you, you admit that you're uh, emotional. And you're off the chain. You you don't have control of your emotions and whatever. Tell but, it to Joan of Arc. But okay? women are leading families all the time by themselves. And women are leading schools and as principals, and they're leading governments and, and stuff like that all over the world, except for America. And the fact that you just going against your own self is just crazy. That's so. You're buying into the hype. Yeah, it's like internalizing. Like, like you'll get upset if a man tells you you can't do something because you're a woman, mm-hmm. but you will tell another woman she can't do something because she's a woman. That's crazy. They just voted out of there. Especially the white woman. That's what it surprised me. Like, it didn't surprise me. It didn't. I already knew this. I remember when we first talked about this. On the first time we had a political podcast, I said that all the white people are gonna vote him in, mm-hmm. and it's gonna and because they want to change, they want to make America great. But really, who who really should be on the lookout are those white women who vote for him. Because if you get rid of he ta- he wants to get rid of. Mexicans. He wants to send uh, African Americans back to Africa. He, he wants to send. He, he did. He, he didn't say that. He said ship them back to where they came from. No, he did. You didn't see it was. Oh, it is. It's a news. It's a clip. It's a clip. A uh, video. It's a video clip. No, I have to he, check that out. He said send them back where they came from. It's um. But yeah, keep going. And he was saying that he wanted to send Muslims back to their country. Mm-hmm. And and what? When you get rid of the minority mm-hmm. then you get rid of what the um the minority including black chinese arabic all of that mm-hmm. then you have what oh um, gay people left oh get rid of them too mm-hmm. then you have oh who's a minority once you get rid of all the other minorities it's the woman. women what white women Right. So I told I, I said this unless the white women want to go back to the lever to, to beaver moment mm-hmm. where they can't be the CEOs they are now, mm-hmm. where they can't be um, running corporations like they do now mm-hmm. or stockbrokers or lawyers or whatever you choose to do, then you want to vote for somebody who's not going to take your rights away. And no. And, and they they white women especially didn't understand that hey you might not be a minority but you are but you are a minority you know what i'm saying you might not because you might not consider yourself one 
means that there's not a lot of you. But you can be, there can be a lot of you and you can still be a minority. Like women are, a there are more women in the earth than men, but men have power over women. And they're able to discriminate against them and getting jobs or whatever. And they, you know, exactly. misogyny and sexism is still apparent. You're not equal. I don't understand this. How do white women not consider themselves a minority when... We have all these talks about equal pay and how things should be equal for us, mm-hmm. but we're not. But they're not a minority. I don't know. I don't know. That's stupid. I guess that's, they, that's living so much in your own world yeah. that you don't recognize anybody else's. I agree. Now, uh, I want to go back, go to this one point, and we'll we're gonna end on the Donald Trump. But I just want to just laugh <laughs> at these people because Donald Trump, he's he just got he ain't even elected in the office now, and he's already backpedaling on a lot of his stuff. Like for instance, what was his number one thing? What was the thing that got him make America great? Not even that, building the wall. Oh, he was yeah. going to build. I'm going to build the best wall. It's going to be the most perfect <laughs> wall. It's going to keep Trump all the people there. <laughs> now. Now, do it again, Gabby. Do it again. Y'all just repeat the repeat the podcast. <laughs> um, so now, even though people have been saying this forever, you can't build a wall because that wall is going to go across people's property. There's rivers. You can't build a wall over a river. The the border patrol can't see over a huge wall. They can't see who's coming in. So now he was like, well, now we're discussing a, a fence, which they already have a fence, but it's going to be a two-layer fence. So there's going to be a fence here, and I guess give it enough space, and there's going to be another fence. But that's just so funny because that was the, his biggest thing. I'm going to build a wall, and I'm going to make the Mexicans pay for it. And everybody was like, that's not plausible, but it, it helped him get voted. And people didn't care that it didn't make sense. My preacher told me that Donald Trump is more democratic than we think. Do you do you believe that that's true? I mean, he is, but the the only thing is he's surrounding himself, and his cabinet is going to be filled with conservative Republicans. So he's going to be influenced by those people. He might not listen, but you kind of still got to. Keep an eye, keep an eye on them people because they will end up influencing unless him. he pays and for them to vote another way. You know he has money. On I know, but I'm but I'm just saying if if you have people in your cabinet, you have bank. That's something else I wanted to bring up. The J.P. Morgan CEO, which I don't know if people know about this, but um, Hillary Clinton was considering putting the J.P. Morgan CEO in her cabinet. And during the campaign, Donald Trump was like, oh, no, he's a terrible banker. He's a bad banker. Uh, he's not for the people. And now come to find out he's going to put him on his in his cabinet. So like all that capitalism you know and, and stuff that he said he was against, he's not against capitalism because he is, is a, a billionaire. And he, he is going if he is not paying taxes and he enjoys <laughs> tax breaks and he enjoys pretty much paying these politicians to do what he wants them to do what makes you think he's not finna get money from these politicians what makes you think he's not finna put their interests above yours and i would under that's what I would just racks my brain i would understand if donald trump was just like a working class middle class man who's like i'm finna make america great again no this is a billionaire who throughout the t- decades been paying politicians to do favors for him and to to get in with these people what makes Let you think he's not gonna something. be as corrupt as he was like, i don't understand how you uh, don't that's uh, it's uh, Let me just say, and then I'm going to end this before we go to some speculation. But but how is do you not think that Donald Trump is isn't a corrupt individual when he is 
of course he's rich right Mm -hmm. not rich but like wealthy Mm -hmm. and how do you think this rich wealthy man has no influence and doesn't take any type of bribe when he is literally Mm -hmm. friends with putin yeah friends with wall street bankers that crashed america like like how are you that's like saying you're not friends with the bully but everybody's scared of you as much as the bully (laughs) (laughs) these comparisons though right am i wrong Mm, i I know what you're talking about i know you're talking about the the podcast world do you get me silence let them answer (laughs) (laughs) type it in the comments if you get them um exactly this i think that's what I was saying. It's just people were just caught up in the emotional. They like to say black people are caught up in emotionalism. But I think they were just so caught up in the emotionalism of somebody's talking to me. He really cares about me. Some billionaire who doesn't even know your name. Um, he's finna make America great again. Some dude who's never had any experience in politics at all. Doesn't even know Some most of these policies. Some dude who's already, who already has it great. And so, yeah, so I just, one last thing. Let's talk about the, re- the potential repercussions of, of what can happen with the uh, Ob- uh, Obama, a Trump presidency. One of the main things is he ain't finna send nobody back to no Africa or nothing like that. But he has started the culture of <laughs> anti-immigrant. Like it's, if your president is saying, if your president is saying all the Mexicans coming here are rapists and whatever and whatever, and I'm going to bring you back jobs. But he's the one who has a sexual charge. And he's the one who uses these undocumented immigrants to build his towers. And he's saying, I'm going to, I'm trying to, trying to make too much of our stuff. We need to make it in America. He's the one, his hats, make America great again, are made in China. So this dude is just, they don't care. And. If you don't care, I don't care, I guess. But just know we finna fight. We ain't finna fight like that. But we gonna fight ideologically. (laughs) 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 We finna fight politically. And we just, we gonna. Socially. We gonna do whatever we can. Spiritually. And don't get mad. Don't call us crybabies because we are. Just I mean, don't folks did cry, but or attack us with dogs. <laughs> I mean, if you do that, I mean, uh, I just want to make a side note. I'm finna get my guns, my gun license very soon, even though we just made a podcast Ooh. about guns. But <laughs> my mother is telling me I need to get one, like she's making me get one. Get one. We often have. We're gonna be the, we're gonna have talking out such brand guns, right? <laughs> I mean, I think we need it now because these folks they just going. Ha- no, okay. T says she want a gun too, so Ooh, everybody hypocrite. <laughs> We all gonna have guns. We have about twenty guns at your fifteens, even though we were just talking about it. <laughs> and, I, and somebody told me the reason why people get so many guns. Uh-huh. Somebody said, oh, "Well, really, my daddy." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Well, why do you need two and three? He was like, "I can't be the only one shooting if something goes wrong." <laughs> 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 so just throw it to somebody. He said, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it made sense to him, so I'll say it makes sense to me. <laughs> all right, just all right. Thank you. All right, so I think that's enough for. Oh, one last thing. Donald Trump said he is not. He probably ain't even gonna repeal Obamacare because he said there's some stuff in Obamacare that he actually likes, and that's the last thing I wanted to bring up. So there's not going to be a wall. He's probably not going to repeal Obamacare and yada, yada, yada. So now let's go to our main topic, which is has society become too soft? 
Now, after the election happened, everybody was saying, oh, these liberals, they're crying because they're going to lose their safe spaces and they're uh, we're becoming less politically correct. Safe and spaces? I told you to look that up. Oh, uh, so they were saying <laughs> all this stuff like we we need to be coddled and we're so uh, so uh, sensitive. So my question is: Has America become too sensitive? And I want to bring up some some things, and I want to hear your your uh, view on them. So the first thing is, a lot of times when people are critiquing us, they call us social justice warriors, and and they critique trigger warnings. And they now there's this meme where it's just like somebody says something and then it's like somebody's face and it's like triggered and it's supposed to be funny or whatever. Let me see. So I'm going to see if it's funny. Look up triggered memes. So pretty much for people that don't know, trigger warnings are disclaimers that are put um, in front of something. It could be a post or a video or a podcast. We put them up when you're going to talk about uh, sensitive topics, maybe um topics that might offend or might bring back some negative memories or something like that so for instance we put a trigger warning up when we discuss rape because there might have been people that are survivors of rape that when they hear about it you know it kind of brings back those memories so we want to tell them beforehand or trigger warning uh you know just stuff like that so um what do you think do you think trigger warnings are are useful? Do you think it's just coddling people and making people too sensitive, or what? Do, what do you think? I think it's useful in the in and not useful. Okay. Okay. I think it's useful in the way that, like, if it's something not a sensitive subject, but something that you know, um, that that is a a sensitive subject. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I know. I just I know. That's why I say it is, but it isn't. So listen, podcast world, and hear me out. <clears throat> When I say sensitive sensitive subject, I mean something like rape, abuse, mm-hmm. um, something, um, murder, anything, yeah, murder, something pedophilia, something violent, mm-hmm. or or a, a criminal act like that. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> when you say trigger warnings for being offensive, I don't feel that we should have to do trigger warnings for being offensive to to people or to organizations simply because Fox News is offensive on a regular basis and they put no trigger warning out. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they don't say trigger warning, you might be offended by these next comments. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and they're really offensive to people. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't feel like being, you need a trigger warning for offensiveness. What if it's like somebody from the site, they're like they're showing a video with somebody being really really racist like from the 60s calling black people like the n-word or something like that what if you think they put like a, a trigger warning hate speech or trigger warning uh anti-black speech or something like that i mean when it all comes down to it nobody's getting hurt by typing instead those little letters trigger, instead of trigger warning we could just skip that and put the what is the television um Disclaimer. Disclaimers what? like they have on TV. DS, ALW, drug sex. Yeah, but, that, but that's, that's what I'm going to tie it into because tri- we have trigger warnings, but they're just named something else. That's why we have ratings on TV. Mm-hmm. That's why on movies they tell you if there's going to be a rape scene or a sex scene or drugs and alcohol. They, yeah. they tell you. I don't But it's for things like that. It's not for being offensive. I don't feel like we should be sensitive to somebody who's not sensitive to, to, sensitive to us. 
Well, I mean, most of the time I see trigger warnings. They're not just saying trigger warning offensive. Um, not just rape or something like that. Sometimes they say trigger warning, uh, hate speech. Okay, uh, I get that. Trigger that warning, um, like if somebody is cutting themselves or talking about anorexia. That, that's, that, that's most of the things I've seen on Tumblr. I don't know what these other people have seen. Maybe they, you know, when you kind of go down Tumblr, it kind of gets to the extreme. But um, that's what I've seen. But even that stuff, they're like, well, y'all are just being babies and being too that's sensitive. That's for somebody who's never been through anything. That's what I'm saying. I think it's from a point of privilege that, that you would say, because I'm, I've never been, I never cut, I've never been anorexic, I've never suffered any traumatic abuse, so if, I probably wouldn't need a trigger warning, even sometimes I don't want to see it though, you know, but I can't speak for somebody that has, because that might spark some PTSD type stuff, and they might go into withdrawal, or, you know. You don't sit a soldier down who just came back from war with PTSD, and say, hey, we're finna go watch, um, what what is the word? Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. That's that's that would be complete. You would call that insensitive. Yeah. So if that's insensitive, if someone who is overcoming alcoholism mm-hmm. or drug addictions mm-hmm. or anything like that, or or somebody who tried to commit suicide. Yeah. If if you're gonna watch a movie or you're gonna read something or listen to something that has mentions of suicide. Or may refer to it in a funny way, whatever it Mm -hmm. is, because you have free speech to do whatever. But whatever it is that may be sensitive to them, it's a good thing to say, hey, trigger warnings, including blah, 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 blah. Simply because I don't want someone saying, hey, talk it out, said, talked about this sex, rape, violence, talking about, um, what's the point? Uh... Nate Parker talking about Nate Parker and I just had a flashback and I tried to kill myself and I'm totally blamed talking that podcast yeah like you don't do that <laughs> even like yeah from like a legal standpoint yeah but yeah people people they criticize it I think and one story came up that I remember sometime mid this year of a college where they were allowing I think it was a criminal justice class but it was like a one-on-one so it was like a lot of people took it. They didn't even have to be criminal justice majors. Mm-hmm. So they were having a a class and they talked about rape. And the teacher told them, like, if uh, they gave them, like, a, a heads up and was like, if you want to leave, you can. And people were being outraged by that. Now, me personally, I think if, if the teacher thought that their information wasn't vital for, like, a test or something like that and told them they could leave, what's the problem? But I, people kind of said, well, they're coddling them and rape happens. So sometimes you got to listen to it and hear it. But I mean, if the teacher says you can leave and, and you don't want to listen to that, I don't think there's a problem with that. What do you think? I agree. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not it's not a problem. That's that's somebody people who are who are not sensitive to sensitive to other people mm-hmm. or who don't want to say that it's there who says that it's too sensitive what come on down now those are literally people who have had everything in life mm-hmm. so if you if you go through life with everything with people who have everything then nobody builds any empathy for people yeah you yep. understand what i'm saying i agree and if you don't have any empathy there's no way you could have any sympathy mm-hmm Oh, yeah. The only thing people have any empathy about are people who have are um, 
the one thing people can feel empathy about is death because mm. everybody dies. Yeah. Even then, sometimes people don't be, you know, people, just, some people just terrible. Yeah. Some, those are some people, but most people feel, feel something about death. Mm-hmm. But if, but just because you haven't been through anything in your life or you grew up a certain way and like, I know one of my friends, oh my gosh, I have to bring her down to reality mm-hmm. a lot. Because she's worse than me. Like she, she, she'll, she'll say something, and I'll be like, "Jaw, like, jaw slack, slack jaw." However you say that, lock jaw. No, slack jaw. Like, what do you mean? Oh, okay. Just say your mouth open. Like open mouth. <laughs> like oh my gosh. Yeah. And and it'll be like, why are you saying this? Like, mm-hmm. I, or or my family. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> googly moogly, my family. Like. Someone in my family, <clears throat> not on my mama's side. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. But, <laughs> but someone in my family said something offensive. Um, and they're young, and they're they're young. When mm-hmm. I say they're young, I mean they're young. Yeah. And but old enough to understand uh-huh. if if somebody had taught them, but nobody did. <clears throat> And um, they said something like, what did they say? Trigger warning. Mm-hmm. Um, what did they say? Oh, I asked them, did they watch something? Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm obsessed with Empire. Yeah. Like, if you are a friend of mine, you know I'm obsessed. I love that. Yeah. And Taraji P. is my hero. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, my um, family member said, I don't. I said, do you watch Empire? Mm-hmm. And he, his response was, I don't watch those shows with them faggots on there. Ooh. And I was just like, like I couldn't, I couldn't even believe that that yeah. came out of his mouth. Like what? Mm-hmm. And and what, what was so worse is that I was so embarrassed because he said it in front of my friends. Ooh. And I was just like, <laughs> what? first of all, I was shocked that he said it. Yeah. And, and then I was like, "Oh my God, you said it in front of everybody else." Yeah. Like what? Like uh-huh. I, I was like, I was having a mental Lizzie McGuire moment. Ah! <laughs> because it was ridiculous to me. I was yeah. Like, and then I, before I could recover mm-hmm. to say anything, my um friends. <clears throat> Well, well, let me tell y'all where I was really embarrassing because not only was my friend there, mm. but a friend of hers was there uh-huh. and we were meeting each other for the uh, second time uh-huh. and I, whatever we had, you know, was trying to make good impressions on yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. He did not make a good impression on <laughs> Anyway, but she said she recovered faster than anybody uh-huh. and she said, oh, so are you, a fr- are you, um, that masculine that you don't, that you don't that you can't watch a show because somebody's gay in it. Uh-huh. Are you that scared? Do you do? He, and what she said? She said, "What did she say?" She said, "She said, are you that curious that you can't watch a show with somebody else in it? Like, uh-huh. like you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know, like if it bothers you that much, it must mean you mm-hmm. you're thinking about it. Like, uh-huh. and, and he was like, no. And he was like, what do you? What he really didn't understand why every why the whole table was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what." He's like, oh, well, my bad, my bad, my bad. I was like, first of all, <laughs> the way he said it was so sarcastic. My bad, my yeah, bad, yeah, my yeah, bad. Yeah. I was like, please don't. I, said, I was like, dude, 
like that's so insensitive uh-huh. like why would you say like not even insensitive that's so rude derogatory yeah, 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 and it's yeah. wrong it's like i said that's like calling black people's nigger like why would you do that yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was like it's not that bad i was like yeah it is that bad uh-huh. because that's who these people are like why are you uh-huh. like huh and he was just like okay i get it uh-huh <laughs> well that that's that's also the thing because i think a lot of times a lot of these people that are that are crying about us being so sensitive and stuff they probably had experiences where they've said something out of line and they get called out on it mm-hmm. and maybe they've been embarrassed or maybe they they felt bad or they have got offended that we that somebody corrected them so now they're like i they so sensitive you can't say whatever you want freedom of speech freedom of speech freedom of speech so i think I don't know. It's but for those people who are saying that, don't be upset when somebody says something to you. You know, it's a, two, it's a two-way street, right? If you if you want to talk about insensitivity, don't like like like. Oh, I got a lot of stories. Like one person <laughs> said to me, I was in class one day, and they were, somebody was literally saying it was a dude, white dude, mm-hmm. and he was like, Man, "Y'all just so insensitive, you know? Like, chill, cut back, relax." <laughs> and what make it so bad is he was a soldier, mm. and I said something. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> knows that, like, I I support. The soldiers. I may yeah. not support the war, but I do support the soldiers. Yeah. And I made that fact. No, I was like, I don't see a point for this war. I yeah. feel like it's stupid. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Mm-hmm. People are dying for no reason. And he just got upset. He was like, he said, he said something. He was like, how would you know? You've never been in a, you've never been in war. I was like, it's not stupid. He was like, it was, he was just going yeah, all yeah, over yeah, the yeah, place. Yeah. And I was like, and then I raised my hand to talk to the teacher <laughs> because I felt like I couldn't speak. Yeah, yeah. And she said, yes, Lexus. And she told him to be quiet. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I never said that soldiers were stupid. I said right. that this war was stupid. Mm-hmm. And do you know why you're fighting? He said, for my country. And I'm like, well, that's fine. That's dandy. But do you know the economic, social, and uh, real reason you're fighting? And he was like, what is that supposed to mean? And he's like, no. So basically, after we broke it down, and he was like, yeah, okay, well, that is that is not a great reason to go to war mm-hmm. but we have to support each other i said i do support you exactly. i send you multiple care packages a year mm-hmm. and he was like oh okay he, and then he realized what he was doing yeah and I, then i said at the end of it i said and what is that you just said about sensitivity <laughs> right <laughs> that's what gets me like these people that be like america's becoming too politically correct we're becoming too politically correct incorrect or correct as soon as you call them a racist, oh my gosh, you're a racist for calling me a racist, and they get like so sensitive. As soon as you call I them a bigot, I can't believe you did that. I Everything gets raped nowadays, right? Oh my like gosh. The, the truth of the matter is, everybody is sensitive about something. We all have lived experiences, and some things just hurt us more than it hurts somebody else. Now, the thing is, with that sensitivity, will you let it? bog you down so you can't do nothing because you always getting offended or something or do you just rise above it and you just take it with stride or whatever that's i think that's that's the main thing because when you get to it everybody has something they might say oh black people are so sensitive but let you say something about or they being them being poor somebody being poor uh that's not right whatever they get offended by that or let somebody say something about uh where you work or how much money you make or some you know everybody gets offended i think it's just about 
like I said, us learning from each other. I think the more education you get. And being nice. Yeah, just being decent human beings. Like, golly, does it, does it hurt that much? It okay. does. <laughs> um, one thing I do want to say. For people who don't know what a trigger warning is, like, mm-hmm. you know what it is, but for anybody who has a problem with it, it's really basically a, de- a um, description of content. Mm-hmm. It's a, a trigger warning, according to Google, <clears throat> is a statement at the start of a piece of writing, video, or etc., alerting the reader or viewer to the fact that it contains potentially distressing material, mm-hmm. often used to introduce a description of content. Yep. It's literally a description of content. That's it. Don't get so sensitive about a trigger warning. Right. You're getting sensitive about somebody being sensitive. Like what? <laughs> Inception sensitivity. Um, <laughs> so this, here's, a, here's another thing that um, that has been coming up. Safe spaces. And I know you really weren't familiar with it. Safe space pretty much is, it's not even... A physical space but let's let's say us in college let's say it wasn't like pretty much an hbcu and what didn't have a whole bunch of black people let's say it was like a predominantly white college mm. and there was only like a handful of black people mm. a safe space would be a black a black student group mm-hmm. where black people can come together and they can you know talk about their problems and just Somewhat be with other black people like a, a place where you identify with another person yeah Oh, is that is is that what people are upset about now? We have identifiable friends. No, it's not. It's not even that. But now I think the problem is they're saying colleges now. People are saying they d- demand safe spaces. I don't think you should demand it. I think you should create create it. it. I don't think you have to go to a college and say I demand a black student. You no, you're black. Get some black people around and do it. You're LGBT or you're white. You get some you white wanna, people around and do if it. If you think you need a, a safe space for being white, yeah. Some look. Don't laugh. Some people do. Some people feel like they do. Like I mean. If if you in HBCU, maybe. No, some people feel like, okay, look, if we can experience distressing about everyday life on them, they can be like, well, dang, everything we do is seems to be, you know, give them a place to vent. That's to prevent everywhere. Their, everywhere to, in life. To, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Let me tell you a story. It's kind of off topic, <laughs> but we were talking about safe spaces <laughs> and about uh, there being a lot of white people everywhere. I remember in high school, there was this girl who uh she was a daughter of one of the high school teachers and she was like yeah one time i went to south memphis to this um chicken restaurant and i was so amazed because that was the only time i was the minority in any place she had never been the only white person anywhere ever in her entire life exactly that mind boggled me and you live in memphis which is a majority black, but that's off topic. But back to safe spaces. <laughs> Are you looking it up? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, back back to safe spaces. I don't think there's a problem with it, and people people tie that into the narrative that we're being sensitive, and most of the time it's white men or white people in general of course they probably not gonna need a safe space if they white and straight because they're not go- they're not really dealing with anything that they just gotta vent to their white brethren about maybe they do i oh mean that's gosh, what Twitter's i lost for. my job oh <laughs> right? my god you can vent that to everybody i, I mean, know right uh, oh my gosh my mom's getting on my nerves i can't stand and even this. then i mean you got country clubs and stuff like that that's your safe space and Okay, people that's a are little, just that's a little people are just 
people are just they this is the thing about empathy if you empathize with somebody you see their plight you see that black people lgbt people muslim people they have to deal with all types of crazy stuff every day even the smallest little smallest things that they have to deal with every day and the big things like being called the n-word getting their hijab getting taken off their head like they just we just want a place where we can just chill with other people and don't have to worry about all those other stresses of the day. Is it realistic? Are we going? Are we going to live in a world where everybody is safe? No. That's why we're doing it here. Like I don't see why it's not costing you money. It's not costing you time. It has nothing to do with you. Why are you being offended by my safe space? <laughs> that's Gabby yeah, feels strongly. I'm just about saying it. It just why it's on my are you offended by Gabby's safe space? <laughs> it's safe and it's my space, so. Get to it. What did you find? Um, nothing. You find to nothing? be cor- when you type in that, it's just what is a safe space. The first story is about this. I can't pronounce Miss Miki Siki volunteer. You know, you know, Miss Miki C. Forgive me. M I T S K I volunteer her show. As a safe space for POC people and, of color, oh, people of color mm-hmm. <clears throat> and LGBT fans in red states. That's the oh, okay. Thing. So, like in Republican states, she had her radio station for who was that? I don't know, some lady for for people of color and LGBT. I guess people to, to vent. So what is it meant by safe space? It's a place where anyone can relax and and be able to fully express without fear of being made to feel uncomfortable, unwelcome, or unsafe or on account of biological race, sex, ethnicity, sexual orientation, gender identity, or expression, cultural background, blah blah blah, and a lot of other things. So that's, that's pretty much what it is. It's like when I when a black un, black student union. This that's pretty much the who said anything about a black student union. But no, I'm saying that that's an, that is an example of a safe space. Oh, okay. Black people coming together where they can just be black. First of all, if you're if you're demanding your own student union as a safe space, that's ridiculous. First of all, how, how you expect a college to build a building? Just for black people. No, it's not a building. A, a safe space. That's why I say it. it's not a physical building. It's just a a time. You said a together. student union. No, not a building. No, oh, it's uh, called the, the a black student union. Oh, not a student union. Building. Okay. <laughs> like um, I was confused. Like why would you like that's ridiculous. That's, a, that's no, like no, asking no, 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 no. God to come down and walk on water for you. That's ridiculous. Right, right. That's too much. But yeah, um, let's see. So our last question, we kind of already touched on it. Do you think America's becoming too politically correct? What? Correct. America is not politically correct whatsoever. They're never politically correct. <laughs> ever. <laughs> America has always been. And you know what's so strange? For us to be so uptight, mm-hmm. we are literally one of the uptightest countries in the whole world. Mm-hmm. Everywhere else, they're pretty... They're pretty chill, pretty, you know, mm-hmm. again, except for China, which is coming around. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming around. Everybody eventually, I think they're going to come around, hopefully. And we're, we're, we're so far behind me- mentally as a nation, socially as a nation. Like, I don't understand how America even has allies anymore. Yeah. 
Well, it's because we're a superpower and they're scared. I don't know how. How are we a superpower? Explain because of our military. That's it. We spend more money in military than 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 all the other countries. I somebody, somebody explains this to me. How is our military so powerful? Because we spend like all of our budget on that. That's why we don't have money for for the poor people. That's why we can't. That's why people they taxes and stuff so high because we spend all the money on the military. And Donald Doing Trump what? said he wants what to do increase they do? the military. Ju- they just Build occupy. Bombs? They occupy places. That's, I think that's how they keep their they power. They spy. They spy, but occupy. Oh, I want to be a spy. I want to be a spy. Off topic, do it. <laughs> do it. I said I could become a part of the FBI because like, I don't look my age, and I can be like a spy, like a CIA person. <laughs> you could go to high school again. Yes, like forever. Spot the next uh, Columbine. Jump 21. Jump, yep. jump 20, 21 Jump Street. Jump 21 Jump Street, mm-hmm. yeah. I can too. We can do it. Yeah. That's that's our new thing. I, I think we're going to, the podcast, we're going to do it for a little bit, but then eventually we're going to become CIA agents and you're not going to hear from us again. No. I mean, you might see us again, but we won't be the same person. How do, how are they going to see us? They've never seen our faces. Well, you might see us for the first time and you wouldn't know yeah. who we were anyway because you ain't seen us. Okay. Ooh. Got him. Gabby. Got she em. had a joy moment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, that was. I think that's pretty much that's it. it. Let's see how long, how long this episode was. Let's edit this out. We didn't even do an introduction. I said Joy and Gabby here. Oh. KT ain't here. We did. Oh, okay, it's about fifty-three minutes. Oh, All right, so this no 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 audibletrial dot com <laughs> <laughs> slash talking out. Can't forget about the good old Audible. Um. <laughs> Sign up for a free 30-day trial where you have uh, access of over 180,000 different audiobooks and one free audiobook download. Sign up now, audibletrial.com slash talkitout. Also, social media, facebook.com slash talkitoutpodcast, instagram.com slash talkitoutpodcast, soundcloud.com slash talkitout. Hit us up on our email, talkitoutpodcast at yahoo.com. We love to hear from you. And we got to shout out some people. Conversation Con Artists, of course. Welcome Kids, of course. Mm-hmm. John Effect Podcast, of course. Of course. The Wind Down. Ooh. Uh, the Drunken Nights. <laughs> I always um, like that name. <laughs> the Master Debaters. <laughs> uh, the Bag Ladies. Yes, the Bag Ladies. Yes. <laughs> She's not a podcaster, but she shouts us out every single Tuesday uh, for Podcast Tuesday. I'm just Jackie. Yes. Oh. I'm just Jackie. Thank you so much for hitting us up every single week. We love you, and thank we you for your hope support. It continues. <laughs> uh, let's see who else. Let's see who else. And series Lee. Yes, series Lee. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Super PP time. Super super PP time. We love you, super PP time. <laughs> That's hilarious to me. Their podcasts are hilarious. They they do this thing where they record their voices and they like change it so it's like alien people. It's very funny. Life comes at you. Like comes at you. Just everybody. Just thank you so much. Um like I say, I said every time we couldn't do this without you. Our podcast is growing and we're not really even sure I mean, how it's growing exactly so um also y'all keep um keep keep us posted because we have a new we have this initiative we want to do with this coming up 
holiday season uh, where we help the homeless and we'll we'll let you know a little bit more about that in the upcoming episodes yeah, and okay. how you can become in, involved this is a really really big deal so i think that's pretty much it did you have anything people want to shout out any any other things all right i said what i wanted to say all right so oh and kt will kt will be back we love you kt come back always and forever always and forever oh lord everything's a song all right so this was gabby and joy i'm about to say kt and this is talk it out talk it out talk it out talk it out talk it out